Welcome to Aligned Attraction, the go-to intimacy podcast for powerful women. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Lee Noto, master intimacy coach and psychedelic therapist, and I help powerful women like you unleash your wild feminine power so you can create heart-throbbing love. Each week, you'll hear from me and other experts on love, sex, and relationships, and I'll also coach women like you to create the most delicious transformation in their love lives. You ready? Hello, hello, beautiful people. I'm so excited to be here live today. I am about to go live with intimacy and liberation coach, Danielle Aubrey-Smith, and we are going to talk all things self-trust and so much more. So she will be joining us here in just a moment. Yay! For those of you joining, welcome. I hope you're somewhere comfy on the other side of the screen. Hope you're having a beautiful day so far. Hey, Justin, what's up? Hello. Hello. Hi, gorgeous. Good morning. I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Good. I'm so glad the sun is out today. It's not pouring rain. We get to be outside. It's amazing. I know. Oh, yeah. Okay. How are Beautiful. things going with you with the, the process of the launch of your big program? They're going well. They're going really well. I feel like I've been getting initiated left and right. We have some awesome people joining here. Just to give you all context, um, Danielle and I are going live today to talk all about self-trust, particularly yeah. as women and in how we navigate dating, love and relationships. And she's asking about a program that I recently opened the doors to that I co-host and co-lead with my partner, Ani. And it is for single women who are doing the inner work that are ready to start attracting men who are doing the inner work, who are ready to commit, who are ready to take the lead. And it's been incredible. I have been receiving so many lessons for myself that have prepared me to be the kind of woman to lead this work. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's so beautiful. I'd love to hear some of these lessons are coming up. I know we chatted the other day when we connected and I feel like there's been one initiation after the next. And I, I find in that process, it's all because of, you know, what we're choosing to lead and we have to move through it. We have to own it for ourselves so that we can actually, you know, allow other people to step into that space as well. So I'm curious yeah. of maybe like one that stands out to you as like, okay, this was really big. This really like, initiated me in a whole new way that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Thank you for asking. I was thinking on this this morning, this idea that it it can be easy, mm. that this process of creating the kind of life that, that we desire can be easy. And in truth, it's wow. simple. Yeah. The, the concept of this is simple. And what I have seen in myself for pretty much my entire life, particularly as borrowed ideals from my dad, yeah. is that I have to work really hard, like mm -hmm. really hard, like break my back, bust my ass yeah. to make it in life, to have yeah. what I want. And even when I work really hard, not much comes of it. Now, mm -hmm. I'm, I, I would 
I prefer to not entertain that ideal anymore because it's not the objective truth. Right. And I've been looking at that through the lens of business. And I'm, as I'm really questioning my own beliefs about the fact that things can feel and be much easier, Mm -hmm. I'm asking how I can be an embodiment of that teaching so that as women date and call in partners, they can also entertain the possibility that it can be simple and easy for yes. them, that it, that love doesn't have to be some elusive idea mm. that they're never going to get, that they don't get to have, that it's easy for everyone else, or that they're going to keep playing out these patterns, but that there is genuinely a path where we can create ourselves to be an energetic and emotional match for the kind of relationship we desire. Absolutely. And it can be easier than we think. Yeah. I love that. And I find it's like all reprogramming, like you were saying from your childhood, from even, you know, all my clients and people around me say things like, you know, I'm just never going to find the right person, or I'm, I'm never going to find the person that meets me deeply, or uh, dating is hard, or the apps are hard, but that's just all programming. And then you're obviously attracting that around you. But if you can come to that place of it can be easy, and that's just such, I feel, I feel like that's such a relief and allows us as women to really be in our feminine, to really mm-hmm. be in that archive that we so desire to be in and not that hustle grind how we were raised. Cause I was raised the same way with my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and actually lean into no, like who am I truly as a woman and how can I attract from that space? So I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's been a huge, learning for me in this process and I'm I'm learning to question some of the rigid beliefs that I've held for most of my life mm-hmm. and it feels like mm-hmm. such a beautiful unraveling process yeah yeah I love that that's so beautiful yeah. so in in the process of that that initiation how have you been like tuning into yourself and noticing the difference of when you're in that space of maybe the old way way of doing things and feeling like it's hard and those old thoughts come in, how do you disrupt that pattern to, to kind of go into, no, this is what I'm choosing to cultivate now. Mm. It's I've noticed that pattern in some very ordinary moments. Mm. And so it, there are certain moments where there is a, an extravagance, a realization, and then I'll move into something like dance more meditation mm-hmm. to be able to shift. But yeah. honestly, I have to say that most of the moments when I have these breakthroughs are remarkably ordinary mm-hmm. and they happen mm-hmm. in my thoughts. If, if you look at me, it looks like I'm sitting at my computer typing. Yeah. It's such a, an unremarkable moment in sort of the way we imagine spiritual breakthroughs happen, yeah. like this download. And it's, it's honestly not. It's these ordinary moments when I notice that um, I'm leaving the dishes in the sink and mm. allowing my clothes to go unfolded and, mm. you know, letting my car get dirty. And these things are, you know, very trivial ideas. Yeah. But then I stop and I'm like, if I really looked at every area of my life and lived it right now as if I already had everything I desired, mm. how would mm. I show up to these? very ordinary, trivial yeah. moments. Yeah. Would I go get my car washed mm. and really 
feel how it feels to get inside of a clean car mm. and smell mm. the new car smell yeah. and yeah. see my tire sign and mm. feel clear and clean when I look around my apartment. Yeah. And so there are all of these very ordinary experiences that I'm really looking to cultivate and align with the identity that I'm wanting to create for myself. Absolutely. And when I, when I ask women in their lives, you know, how would that look for you in dating and love? Yeah. Would it be that when you're at the coffee shop alone, would you be on your phone mm. or would you be deliciously enjoying your cappuccino mm. with your eyes gazing up and just taking in mm. the people mm. and the environment and the aromas around you? Yeah. Would there be an openness in your posture? Would there be an mm. openness in your energy that welcomes in the possibility of an interaction, whether that be romantic or not, even right. an in, a friendly interaction with the barista? Yeah. Like that. Yeah. How are we approaching these very ordinary moments? Because mm -hmm. it's, yes, we can have incredible breakthroughs in plant medicine ceremonies and right. downloads in meditation. And we are an amalgamation of ordinary moments yeah. and ordinary choices. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. when we really show up to those trivial moments where things aren't romantic and poetic, yeah, are we showing up to those moments as if we are already the person that has the life we desire. Yeah. Yeah. That's lovely. I love that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that comes back to even what you originally said was it can be easy. Yeah. It's just a, a, a pattern interruption versus this whole mindset around healing and it's hard and it's, you know, it's like, no, it's a slight adjustment to not being on my phone and I'm going to choose to be aware of how my body is right now. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it comes down to, it is more simple if we allow it to be, mm. if we actually tell ourselves that it can be instead of, you know, the people around us maybe saying things a certain way or our own programming or maybe things we used to say. It's like, no, I think even that as an affirmation is mm. it can be easy. It can be easy. Yeah. It is. It is easy. And allow that to then be ingrained in ourselves versus how we raised or whatever it may be. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because I just stumbled upon this. I think I was telling you this when I saw you, I just stumbled upon this modality called rapid resolution therapy mm -hmm. and it worked with memory reconsolidation, which is helping us relate to and recall our memories in mm -hmm. a different way. And that's mm -hmm. layman's terms. I not studied in that modality. And I remember being in a session with my therapist for the first time. And we were doing a lot of early narrative work, particularly around this working hard, bust your ass, make something yeah. in the world right. idea. And we went through multiple processes and she's like, okay, you're mm. good. And I'm like, hold mm. on, doc. <laughs> like, you're going to tell me it's that easy. Yeah. And, and I, oh, wow. had, I had that come up and I'm like, wait, hold on. Why wouldn't I at least want to believe that it could be that easy. Yeah. How would it benefit me to continue thinking that it's hard? Like, what is mm. it that I'm holding on to that I'm continuing to be like, it can't be that easy. I'm, you're pulling a fast one on me. Wow. You know, or it yeah. can't be that good or he can't be that trustworthy, or whatever the narrative is mm. as we're right. approaching relationship. Right. And I'm like, you know what? what? 
enough of that. Whether mm. this session did anything or not, I want to choose to believe that in one session with a particular approach that my life, that I can show up and radically change my life in a single moment. Why the hell not? Yeah, exactly. What a gift. My goodness. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I was, it was reminding me even when you were saying about it can be easy and then also just the posture of how we choose to go about the world. Mm-hmm. And I was having a conversation with a friend at a birthday party a couple of weeks ago as I'm, you know, moving through a breakup and, and he's like, do you feel like your heart is open? Mm-hmm. And I was like, instantly or he actually the question he actually asked was where do you feel blocked and i was like well instantly i felt in my heart Mm. because i you know i feel like i'm not open to anything else right now i'm not open to necessarily dating i'm like no i'm like oh and i find that it's a whole posture change and he he's like can you can you sit down with me for a minute and i said sure he's like can i put my hand in your heart and i said yes And instantly I realized my eyes were closed and tears streaming down my face, all of the beliefs coming through that were these narratives in my head that were keeping my heart closed, not because of any other reason, but the lies I was choosing to believe. Mm. And once those voices, it was like, bam, this one, this one, this one, this one, I'm never going to find love again, or I'm not going to be met this deeply again, or whatever it may be. I was allowed to then drop those and choose to consciously open myself. Mm -hmm. And I love, I love that way of being because I feel like every morning since this experience a couple of weeks ago, every morning in my meditation, I've been consciously, I'm just going to open and not necessarily Mm -hmm. open to just open to life, just open to the possibility of what wants to come in, open to the possibility of abundance, open to the possibility of loving myself more deeply and accepting this is where I am, but noticing like how we choose to walk or how we choose to hold certain parts of our bodies closed because of these certain lies or beliefs. And instead, you know, a pattern disrupt like this conversation now with my friend is like, okay, it can be simple. I'm just going to choose to open my chest a little bit more and picture Mm -hmm. my heart expanding. Oh, I just got chills. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. What a the beautiful interaction, like yeah, that's friendship, first yeah. of all. But yeah, and what would you mind if I share what came up as you shared that? Sure, please. There's, I think of like the voices that we have in our minds that say like, "This is never going to happen again. I'm right. never going to be met this deeply again." Right. And I'm like, what else does that voice imply? Mm-hmm. There is the the stance of "I'm never going to be met this deeply again." And if we like positioned ourselves one degree differently mm. to look at that same perspective, right? The, the other thing that comes through is like, wow, look how deeply I was met. Mm. Like, yeah. Uh, and like so, the fact that there was such depth, that there is the idea that it might not happen again, the implication that you were met so deeply and yeah. that you opened yourself so deeply yeah. that you took the bold step to really go there in that yeah. relationship to really see yourself to see him mm. to be seen wow like what an exquisite act of femininity humanity courage yeah. like yeah. 
the fact that you did that and you inhabited that space mm. is such cool evidence that you can. Yeah. And you get to. Right. And, and first and foremost, to yourself and to life. And that at whatever point it feels right to do that with another human again right. in that way, right. then how lucky is he? Right. Mm. Yeah. And even while you were speaking, I was just being reminded of, you know, when we're in the thick of it, um, when this last season, I think for a lot of us has been initiation after initiation, death and rebirth and just intense in a lot of ways. And in our humanity, we can tend to just see what's right in front of us. We mm-hmm. can just see it's like, oh, we're in it. This is hard. This is whatever it may be. And if we can just take a step back sometimes and be able to look look at the aerial view of wherever you are and Mm. allow for new truths to come in, it just can rearrange things so beautifully. And I feel like that's what I've been encouraged to do recently, just in my own healing journey and my own process is like, okay, Danielle, of course, these Mm. voices feel really loud right now. These thoughts coming through, just like with my conversation with my friends was like, what if there were just a simple question of where do you feel the block? Let's feel that. And let's like, let's not ponder in that. Let's not swim in that too long because something beautiful is on the other side of it. If we allow ourselves to feel it fully Mm -hmm. and then, Mm -hmm. you know, like see what wants to come through afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. That, that really inspires something that you and I were talking about the other day, which I've been thinking about a lot lately as I'm creating, you know, as I'm putting together all of this body of work into the course that is aligned attraction. One of the course content modules and the teachings inside the program is that we must accept loss as a part of the experience of love. Mm. It's interesting because in our westernized culture, we've been really conditioned into like instant gratification, dopamine hits, right? Talk, Instagram reels, fast food. And it doesn't, require a lot for the hit of dopamine. Yet when we look at other spiritual traditions inherent in, in their way of life is the spectrum of all that exists, which is right. when there's light, there's dark. When mm. there is left, there is right. When there is love, there is loss. Mm. When there is desire, there is that desire also going unfulfilled. Mm. Because love could not be what it is without loss. Mm. Just wouldn't exist as a concept. Mm. And so the the inherent in the experience of calling in love and being in such deep relationship, right? In the way that you were, inherent in that is the possibility of loss, of disappointment, of heartache and, you know, and wonderful moments and intimacy and connection and all of the things. And I, I think when we do when we actually just and assess and be with the emotions and the experiences that come up, like you were saying. Yeah. We, I think we get to recognize, like, okay, I'm choosing the possibility of loss in love. I'm right. choosing the possibility of disappointment in joy. Mm. And we get to just like really contemplate that experience and be with it mm-hmm. and maybe not dwell so much in it, but recognize that, okay, this is the, this is the full package that we're choosing. Yeah. And I think in that, in even contemplating the fullness of the experience, we get to like 
really step into the choice of it all and recognize that we are choosing all of it. And sometimes it doesn't feel very good or comfortable. Right. And like, wow, how much more empowering does it feel when we're like, okay, like what well, let's we're we're doing it all. Yeah. Eyes wide open. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. It's like the risk involved in choosing choosing what can come on the other side of the risk is so much better than the pain that comes from the breakup or comes from the divorce or whatever it may be, the loss, as you had mentioned. And yeah, I mean, for me and in all my experiences with the partners I've been with, they've all been risks, but they've all been, they've, the pleasure and the joy have outweighed the risks every time. Yeah. And not, and none of them looking back and thinking regret more so just like how, how grateful I am for the experiences that I've had. Mm-hmm. And now the tools that I have to heal from it, to move forward, to be kind to myself, to trust myself and yeah. the choices I've made. But, you know, yeah. it's like, like I, I find love is always the right answer. If there's love present, if that's the opportunity or the invitation, that's always the choice the right choice if you get to expand more in loving yourself and loving somebody else you know I like to think about it like always leave whatever partner may may be better off than you found them so loving deeply and fully even if that means it's for a short stint of time it's still worth it because that's why we we came here was to love so yes yeah a hundred hundred million thousand infinity percent (laughs) yeah 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 it's uh as you say that i'm like you know on the other side and even through all of the adversity that we experience in this human life like who who we become to navigate those moments in life who who we cultivate ourselves and forge ourselves to be is usually even more of who we already knew we were, but that we then get to reveal to ourselves by virtue of like really going Mm. through whatever we're going through, be it a joyful moment or a really challenging moment. It's um, really very poetic. Yeah, it is. And what would you say to someone that is scared to risk again, that is, you know, been through heartbreak or, has gone through a really messy, hard divorce and wants love, wants to experience the fullness of partnership in a conscious relationship and all the things, beautiful things that come with that, but they're scared Mm -hmm. and they might be the person on their phone at the coffee shop instead of sitting open. You know, what would be something that you would say to them? Oh, I love that. The the first thing that comes through is like, okay, sweet one. Like it's yeah. okay to feel scared. Yeah. It's totally okay to feel scared. Mm. And I I I get why you would feel scared because you really opened up and it felt probably wonderful for a time and then it felt really challenging and mm. it caused you to want to go inside. Yeah. I would say, Oh my gosh, there is such a special space here for all the parts of you that feel scared, that feel worried, that feel anxious. Mm-hmm. And can we just create a space here to take all those parts of you and curl them up into a little ball mm-hmm. and like cuddled up and can 
we hold them in our arms with such sweet regard, with such love yeah. and warmth. And can we create a space for those parts of you that feel that way? And then can I speak to another part of you that knows a hundred fucking percent that you would not be doing this life any other way than to again take the exquisite risk of opening your heart, of sticking your flag in the ground, of standing way the fuck up and being like, yo, this is what I'm here to do. Yeah. And when I speak to that one and ask him or her, like, what other way would you choose to move through life than not to take the bold, courageous risk of like leaving it all on the dance floor? Yeah. Being like, by the time I exit this life in this form, what, what will you want to say to yourself? Will you want to say like, I fucking did it? Yeah. And there was no not a stone left unturned in my mm. life about how I chose to love myself and others mm. and the mark that I'm leaving in the world now as a result of my choice in every moment mm. to be like the biggest, boldest, most authentic version of myself. Yeah. And how, how can you, what does that look like, like in every moment? And yeah. can we create an equal space for all the parts that feel scared and apprehensive and disappointed and let down? Yeah. As we can for the parts that are like, I'm here. here. Yeah. Like down, down the alarm bells. Put We're doing that. Life, yeah. Like, roll out the red carpet. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. No, I love that. Yeah. It's like it, sometimes with my clients and even with myself, I like to picture each part of us like at this beautiful banquet table yeah. and each feeling and emotion has a seat at the table. So disappointment and grief and heartbreak and pleasure and in all these beautiful parts that get to have a space. Yeah. And then you also get to choose that they don't all get to talk at the same time. Yeah. They can pass the microphone around. They can all have room, but then you can also be like, okay, thank you for sharing. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being present. I'm looking at my table because I'm looking at my chairs and, and yet, you get to still make that bold move, taking a little step forward because of trusting ourselves, because of tuning in and feeling that fuck yes in our system. Be like, hey, we're going to do this. We don't know how it's going to turn out. We don't know what's going to be on the other side. Um, but yeah, I'm going to trust that this is meant for me. Even if it lasts six weeks, even if it's five years, whatever it may be. And my dog is very passionate in the background right now. I don't know if you can hear him. He's like playing with his yeah, toy. He is super stoked about this conversation. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think it's like so beautiful to welcome, like you said, all those parts of ourselves and yet see the other side of the coin. Yeah, yeah I, I love that and that imagery, right? The, um, Rumi, you, you may have heard this poem, but it's called Guest House. And it's mm. welcoming all of these parts of us. And when I think of that banquet table, yeah. like, who is this? central figure at that banquet table it's the king or queen that sits at the head of yes. their kingdom or queendom and there's one central figure that is the leader the moderator the facilitator that can give space to all the voices but they're mm. still the central figure we can call it our higher selves right through self the, the king the queen whatever archetype you want to tap into and even in the challenging moments, that central figure still exists within us. It is the one that is always tapped into source, God, that yeah. which is greater, mm. that says, all right, how do we want to 
move into this next moment. So I, I love that you called that imagery forward because it, yeah. it resonates so deeply. Yeah. Sometimes it's good for me to like almost separate it from myself. Mm. So being like, mm. okay, this feeling gets to be here, this feeling, yes, it's a part of me, but it's, it's not driving me. It's not the driving force of my life. Right. I get to then, like you said, the higher version of myself, the ones connected to God is the one that's driving. So I'm going to let you say here, I'm going to let you say here, and you guys all get to speak up. But then Mm -hmm. in the end, I get to then make the choice that's best for me and best for my highest self and my, for my kids and for my future and for my business. So it's like Mm -hmm. allowing them all to be present and then having the invitation to step in and be like, okay, this is the highest choice for myself. Yeah. 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 It's, It's such a good visual. It is the the imagery that just came through for me as you were saying that is this is, you know, I think anybody listening can sort of take this and try it on if it feels good. But I think in my life of what it would be like, how sexy and fun and seep and dark and expansive and light it would feel to be the dominatrix. And when we, yeah, like dom sub dynamics outside of, you know, conventional consortium. Right. When there is a dom, a, a male dom or a female dom, a dominatrix, they mm-hmm. are so deeply attuned to the submissive. Mm-hmm. It is they're not mm-hmm. like whipping and without attunement and care. There's such mm-hmm. care and yeah. sensitivity to the needs of the submissive, or in this case, the needs of all of our parts. Right. The disappointment, the sadness, the sorrow, the mm-hmm. lust, the jealousy. And as the the head dom saying like, okay, now it's your turn to speak. Tell me yeah. what you have to say. Mm-hmm. I want to hear everything. So good. And then there gets to be this like playful, erotic, creative energy where there's a co-creation, but there's always someone in charge that is deeply attuned to all yes. of the parts yes. and so attentive, but everybody knows who's in charge. Right. And the, the submissive in this, reference also have a lot of power right mm-hmm. there being a submissive isn't a powerless role right there's a lot of active choice in surrender and yes. a lot of courage mm. so how can we even take that kind of analogy and have yeah. fun with it as we're doing the, the inner work right it doesn't have to be so hard right yeah, I, I feel like it's the polarity of the masculine and the feminine while you were talking. It's like, can we bring balance to our own internal masculine and feminine? Like the Dom being, I would see in my mind would be like the masculine is beautifully cradling and holding the feminine, which is the feminine is the emotional body is the one that's bringing up all the things that needs room at the table for all the emotions. It's like, can you create safety? And your body allowing permission for your masculine to hold your feminine so that she can be fully expressed. Yes. Yeah. So good. I I love it. Yeah. So juicy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would love for you to share a little bit about your program so that everybody here can hear. I think you said tomorrow is the last day to sign up for at least for this round. Um, yeah, I would love to just have a little overview of what people would be getting into and diving into in this juicy work that you and your partner are doing. Absolutely. So I'll, I'll start by sharing like the, 
the vibe, the energy of this program and this body of work is we support women to learn how to cultivate such a deep space of safety within themselves so that even in relationship to themselves, especially in relationship to themselves, they feel so deeply safe to see, experience, witness, hold, and express all parts of themselves. Every emotion, thought, fear, boundary, desire, and especially desire. Because it is desire that pulls us forward in life toward the destinations and the ways of being that we wish to experience. Yeah. Right? We're really creating a safe container for women to be pulled forth by desire instead of running away from what they no longer wish to experience in dating and love. Mm. So the, 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 most expansive way I can explain this is what would it feel like to feel so deeply connected to and in safety with all parts of you such mm. that it feels natural and seamless and easy to walk through the world confidently, authentically, as if you've always got your own back, mm. no matter what guy comes and goes, no matter what yeah. jobs and work and money comes and goes, that there is this like rounding rod of self-knowing that mm. you're like, all right, like let's fucking go. Yeah. Like I say that phrase to myself all the time. Like, let's fucking go. Yeah. Like, let's do this. Yeah. I love that. So what would it feel like to walk through life in that way? And because the program is specifically for single women who are wanting to really attract high quality men, committed masculine men who are doing the inner work. Yeah. How easy would it be that if you showed up like that with yourself in your life and you walked through the world in that way, in a way that felt authentic, would it be for you to attract men that are like, yeah, you're doing that work. I'm doing that work mm. too. Let's do it together. Mm, like, yes. Easy. So hot. Natural. Yes. You know, it's like peanut butter and jelly. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Spaghetti and meatballs. They just go together. Yeah. And as we cultivate ourselves to be even more of who we are, we become an energetic match, an emotional match for the men in life who are like, I'm out here doing that thing too. Yeah. Like, let's tango for however long we're going to tango. Let's have that. it be great. And so that's the feeling of the program. And we really aim to model what that's like, both individually, my partner and I, as people who are always cultivating ourselves to walk through life in that way. And as a couple in partnership, who's really doing the inner work. And we do not proclaim to have it all figured out. We we navigate stuff all the time. Yeah. And so we really aim to be healthy models, self-exploring models of what that can look like. And then we help you create that for yourself in your dating and love life. And so that's the feeling of the program. And then logistics is that it's an eight-week group coaching format. And we have a course that, shares with you all the information you would need in a very um, distilled, potent way that would mm. give you all of the teachings, spiritual, metaphysical, psychological, you know, relational. And we pair that course with the group coaching calls mm. to really help you implement everything into your life. So it's a lot of implementation. Like let's get in the arena. Let's roll up our sleeves. Let's live this way now. This is not yeah. a theory or concept for us to store away as book knowledge. It's like, let's mm. just be the women 
and who Let's already have the love life we want. Mm. And then when the man or men arrive, cool. Cherry yeah. on top. Beautiful. So let's just live that way now. And yeah. that's how we roll. I love that. Well, it sounds like a juicy program. Yes. Si- sign me up. I'm super <laughs> excited for you. And I can't wait to hear how these women feel so empowered and how it's going to change the world. Because I feel like when women can really step in to their full liberation and power, it's going to change the way things are done. Mm. We can already see, we can already see that. We can already see what's happening in society. Yeah. So more of that, please. Yeah. And also for me, I do single events here in Austin. So I have one coming up at Kuya, which is a local Austin space on the 21st, which is Sunday. And then I have one the first Monday of every month. So if you're curious about meeting other juicy singles, amazing people that are forward thinking that are also on the path, um, yeah, reach out to me or check out my website, wildbloomhealth.com um, or message me on Instagram. This is really the best place to, to connect with me. So I love I this love conversation. I want to continue. I feel like we should do this again. Um, so, so natural and easy to talk with you. And I'm just so excited for, for you and your partner in this launch and all that's coming. I just feel so much excitement and energy around what you're creating and building. And I just feel so grateful to be able to support in any way that I can. Thank you. Thank you. This was yeah. such a, oh, I feel so much more energized than I did. Mm, me before. too. So thank you for the space, for this beautiful co-creation. And I kind of want to come to you singles event i'm not single but i yes. just want to be in the vibe of like please come connection please come. oh my god okay great <laughs> okay good i'll see you sunday <laughs> amazing I love thank you so much uh, yeah you're so welcome enjoy the rest of your day i'll talk to you soon likewise Bye. take care everyone Bye. thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode if you liked what you heard please leave a five-star review and subscribe to the show and spread the love by sharing this episode out on social media and to all the powerful women in your life. And if you're ready to play full out and create heart-throbbing love, hop on over to my website to see all the juicy ways you can do just that. www.leenoto.com Fellow wild woman, I appreciate you. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and all the good vibes. Thank you.